And here we go with episode number 15 of On the Bench with Beaks. I am your humble host, Cody Beekman, and with me as always is Ross Moormeyer. Hey, how you guys doing? And Keith Zanders. Hello. And today we are joined by a couple of really good friends in the laboratory, a little Dana Robbins and a little Christina Toya Montoya. Hello. Hello. How's, how's it going, guys? Thanks for uh, coming in. Pretty good. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. We're going to get down on some pretty fun stuff. Anything uh, fun happened this week? Anyone? Well, Anyone? man, I uh, I got to get on the ice for the first time on Tuesday. Ooh, baby. It was very exciting. Tell you what, though, man, um, you don't realize, like, the little muscles you don't use, you know, because it, it was, like, four months and came on played for an hour uh next day i could barely roll out of my bed <laughs> you're hurting pl- so that's hurt. what we're in for we're gonna be playing this weekend so yeah it was it was so much fun you're hurting in places that you forgot you had eh? exactly right well guys there's been a lot going on in the hockey uh hockey universe this week we're in for an incredible show uh we've got a bunch of news coming out of the nhl uh even from the iihf uh, we've got lawsuits, some scandal, and we have a new Hall of Fame class. So let's get right into it with uh, Hockey Day in History. I'm going to go left to right, and obviously you listeners have no idea what I'm, the fuck I'm talking about. So Dana, <laughs> you're on the left. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to pass this off to Toya since she looked it up. Oh, so do I ask, like, leave the name out? Is that how we do this? Oh, um, no. No, no, just, just say what day it just is. Get it just get it going. Just get it going. We're not going to be all fancy, make you guess. Okay. No. No, never, this isn't Jeopardy. Yeah. This isn't Jeopardy. No, like, big question at the end. Uh, on June 25th, 2000, the New York Islanders obtained John Van Beesbrook from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for a fourth-round draft choice. The Beezer, baby. Beezer. The Beezer. I always loved his goalie mask for Philadelphia. He always had great goalie well, masks for everywhere, man. That, yeah, yeah, that one, too. Yeah. I remember, I think it was like the uh, NHL 94 cover or something like that. It might, I might be getting the years wrong. But uh, when he was playing with the uh, Florida Panthers, he, uh, yeah, he had that... Uh, that Panthers mask yeah. with the oh, teeth. Oh, like the head like, of it? Yeah. yeah, that was just and the sickest like, thing it ever. it swapped two tones. And oh. it was just, it was one of the most basic masks, but the coloration, just the way that they used it, was just like, I'm in. <laughs> yes, it was brilliance in its simplicity, yes. Simplicity is good sometimes. It's the key to, to the spices of life. Yes, yes. All right, Dana, what do you got, buddy? Oh, I don't have anything. Oh, you know what? You gotta, you gotta do your homework. Here. Okay. Let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, June 25, nineteen fifty-seven. So this is a few years before I was born. Uh, just a few. Uh, just a few. Uh, former NHL goalie Greg Millen, born in Ontario, uh, Toronto, Ontario. Uh, let's see. So he was born that year. Uh, what he did, he played in the NHL 78, uh, 79 through 1991-92 with Pittsburgh, Hartford, St. Louis, Quebec, Chicago, and Detroit. So he uh, he racked up the Norris division there pretty good. Oh, absolutely. All right, uh, Ross, what do you got there, buddy? Well, um, I'm going to go with June 25th in 1960, former NHL goalie Brian Hayward. He was born in Georgetown, Ontario. Uh, Georgetown, Ontario. God, I just fumbled over my tongue. But it's oh. all right. We're pretty messy r- uh, right on the uh, <laughs> Hockey Day in History today. But, Some um, people weren't doing their homework. Right. It's all good. But um, he played in the NHL from 1982 to 83 to 1992 to 93 with Winnipeg, Montreal, and Minnesota, and also the Sharks, and he's also the TV spokesman for the Ducks nowadays. Oh, so he's got—he's always been one of those guys that's just had a, his hand in hockey. I, oh, yeah. He's yeah. very knowledgeable about the story. And obviously, yeah. you, you're listening to him every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Keats, what do you got, buddy? All right, man, we're going to drop it to June 26th of 1998. The National Predators selected 26 players, one from each NHL team, in their expansion draft. You know what's so funny about you picking that? This, uh, my hockey day in history actually falls in line with that. Perfect. Wow. Are you ready for this? Let's do Are it, you man. Ready for this? 
All right. In June 25th, 1997, the NHL continues its expansion from a 21-team league in 1991 to 30 teams by the start of the 21st century when it officially approved the addition of four teams during the next three years. The Nashville Predators in 98, and then Atlanta Thrashers in uh, the year after that, and then the Columbus Blue Jackets and Minnesota Wild in 2000. Very nice. That's nuts. These dates make me feel old. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> like I just uh, well, um, I just had a birthday, and I'm like, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm, I've been alive for three fucking decades. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's weird. Welcome like to the third. Next week, go even quicker. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a wonderful day in hockey yeah. history. Good day. Um, maybe day next time, day. do your homework there, Dana. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, but it's all right. All right, all right. I've been dying. I've been dying to tell the world about this. I'm, I'm sure everybody's uh, heard about it. it. The NHL will be back. We're talking a Woo! July 31st start to the playoffs. Yes. Yep. And before that, yeah, get that horn going, baby. There we Boom. Go. They shoot. They fucking score. Hell yeah. So check it out. Uh, they're going to be starting training camp on July 10th. I think they're going to be doing at least like a two, maybe three week training camp, as we all uh, uh, thought uh, talked about earlier. Yeah. They're going to play one exhibition game, and yes, July thirty first is we will have hockey back. Awesome. We will crown a Stanley Cup championship. Tell me how y'all feel. Ow. That's Ooh. what I like to hear. It's great, man. I mean, we finally got a date, so that's exciting because oh, yeah. it was you know for like the last month or however long it's been. Um, you know, it's, it, they always talked about, yeah, we're going to do this, this and that, but people, you know, for me at least, always skeptical. Like, well, is it actually going to happen? Um, but yeah, no, it's great. Well, yeah, especially with the pandemic, we weren't really sure if we were going to be able to do it at well, all. Well, yeah, because, just everything's up yeah, in the air. Everything's up in the air. So it's good that we actually have a date and barely starts July 10th. So that's even better. That's going to be a really <laughs> good month. <laughs> good hockey month. Oh, absolutely. Ross, you're, you're like over there just like waiting to fucking pounce on this. What do you oh, got, man? I am so warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just excited. Like, you know how much I love just watching all the teams in playoff hockey. I watch every game until literally the end of it. But, uh, yeah, that's – I'm so excited. <laughs> I, lo- I just want the cup raised. That's it. I know. I mean, after so long, I'm just I've, like I've I've been just itching and scratching for ho- hockey. I feel like a meth head, you know what I mean? I just, I'm like, uh, you know, like Dave Chappelle's uh, crackhead character. Y'all, y'all got some of that hockey? You oh know? God, yes. All right. So another uh, another huge thing is that uh, the IIHF. That is so hard to say sometimes. I do it all the time. The IIHF World Championships will be held. In 2021, it'll be starting May 7th. It'll go through the uh, the 23rd, and I'm pretty sure our uh, our local Latvian is pretty stoked about at least one of the uh, sites that it, that so, that uh, it will be held. So yeah, man, I, I I got the news and I was I was pretty stoked of it. Uh, real quick, uh, the dates uh, uh, might have changed. Uh, oh, my notes codes I got that it will place from uh, May 21st to june 6th um but those are yeah so those are those are the dates and they're gonna host some in riga latvia represent riga Riga. not really i mean i represent latvia but i represent ben's pills regardless uh we're gonna have our world (laughs) world championships in riga latvia and they're also gonna do it in minsk belarusia so there's it's like half and half belarus Uh, but no, super exciting. Uh, World Championships are actually one of my favorite. I love watching them. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I get more excited about those than the NHL sometimes. So, <laughs> I mean, you get, well, you got to, you know, when you, whenever, uh, when you got, like, some of the best hockey players representing your guys' – everybody's countries, oh, it's yeah. like – it's kind of hard not to. I mean, why do you think everybody gets so stoked about uh, the FIFA World Cup? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that that's just – yeah. So, I mean, that's – that's going to be fun. So we are going to be seeing some hockey here real soon. Yep. That's awesome. All right. 
so next news, we have a Hockey Hall of Fame class, everybody. Oh, That's yes. That's what's up. And it's actually, that it was a good class, too. I mean, I mean the people that got picked out of it, just, they're all top-notch. You couldn't balk at anything that that they are, yeah, that they had. Well, it's gigantic, dude. I mean, like the people that they had to pick from, like uh, you and I were, you uh, you and I were uh, talking about it before. Alexander Mogilny got snuffed. Oh yeah. Daniel Alfredson got snuffed. Oh yeah. Well, Jeremy Roenick, I'm fine with that. Oh God, I yeah. if he never gets into the Hall of Fame, I think I'm all right. Well, and then you had Rosario, to Chuck, which I mean, I'm I'm kind of on the fence with him. Brandamore. I, mean, I, w- I would love to see Brandamore in there oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. and then your boy Pierre Turchon. Oh, that's that's Dog Nation's boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's my boy. Uh, that's oh, that's that's, that's Toya's boy. Yeah. Toya's boy. No, Toya's boy. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so your 2020 Hall of Fame draft class is as followed: Jerome McGinley, Marion Hosa, Kevin Lowe, Doug Wilson, Kim Saint Pierre, and Ken Holland as a builder. Oh yeah, that that's a good class, honestly. The, and uh, it's understandable why these great players did get snuffed. I mean, I think everybody in the hockey hockey world can agree that, I mean, Iggy, Jerome McGinley was just an incredible talent. I mean, he could get, he could get tough. He could score goals. He, oh, yeah. he, he was a, a full-on team leader. And, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that he, he got popped right in there. Oh yeah, and this was his first year that he was able he was actually able to get inducted, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean just to go your first year to be That's able huge. To, yeah, that's huge. And then uh, I mean no. obviously Marion Hosa. Yeah. You've got you, one of the great I believe he's isn't he uh I think he's a Slovakian player, maybe Czech. I'm not quite sure. But I mean Marion Hosa gigantic c- career. Oh yeah. Uh some memorable well, I mean, and then you got Kevin Lowe. Kevin Lowe, he won six Stanley Cups. Yeah, yeah, yep. defenseman. Um, you were so right, Dana. And still, solid, and yeah. still working oh, yeah. in the NHL right now. Yeah. Obviously, uh, he's he was working for Oilers uh, uh, development crew for a bit. Yeah. I think that's what I, I'm getting the nod from our our producer Keats. <laughs> and then we've got Kim uh-huh. St. Pierre, which uh, uh, goalie by trade. She she's a three time gold Olympic gold champion sh- champion medalist medalist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I said I was going to clean it up uh, pre uh, show, but that, apparently that didn't happen. And then a five time IIHF World Championships gold winner. Yeah. Others. I mean, she's also got I mean, three silvers as well. I mean. She's a winner. She's yeah. a total winner. Yeah. Oh, the Canadians don't like those silvers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, who does when you want when you want gold, man? Yeah. And uh, this is actually a really cool thing about uh, Kim Saint Pierre is that she. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in two thousand eight, they had a uh, women's goaltender come and practice with the Montreal Canadiens. I do. That was her. Oh, really? That was her. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then obviously you got Ken Holland as a builder. Okay. Ken Holland's been a GM for like what? Almost every single freaking team out there. Oh, it's you know, <laughs> he's had a hand in I think most teams. Out oh, there, and yeah. and I gotta say, you know what? Um, I'm I'm gonna grin and bear through this statement, but um, he's done a pretty good job with the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So far, I mean, ugh. I'm not an Edmonton Oilers fan. I'm sorry. I it, I think it's mainly just because. Everybody thinks the sun shines out of Connor McDavid's ass, but um, yeah. I, I I've, I've never been a big fan of the Oilers. Maybe it's just like the uh, the old Western Conference feuds in me or or what. But I mean, I um I don't know. Um, he's doing a really good job up there. I mean, obviously they're going to be competing in the twenty four play team playoffs. So I mean, they didn't get there by chance. I mean, they this almost entire season. They were really fighting for uh, a top spot in the Pacific. So well, and even as the guys in the hockey minute said, that's like the first time since Yamir Yager and uh, Mario Lemieux that you had the top number one and two scorer on the same like line and also theme as well. Yeah. 
So that's huge. <laughs> I mean, I mean, dry saddle was a huge get too. I mean, uh, and I mean, Kaylor Yamamoto. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know about Mike Smith as an actual goaltender, but I mean, he's pulled we'll other see. teams out of hard places. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at Calgary last year. True. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Until he the Avs squashed him in the playoffs. Oh, he stop, definitely has that knack for finding those diamonds in the rough that nobody saw coming. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, he's got this team stacked of who's that. Yeah. You know? Some so. guy that we only heard about once in a while. Right. I, don't know, I don't know if he, like, hell. stashes him away somewhere. He did. Like, brings him out for Easter. <laughs> and he did phenomenal in the uh, in in the draft. I mean, picking up Philippe uh, Broberg. I mean, that's a huge. That's a that's going to oh, be a huge, a huge addition, uh, addition on the on the D line. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, let's be honest that that is probably where the Oilers are lacking right now is on the D line. I oh. mean, yeah, you've got Darnell Nurse and Oscar Clefbaum, but I mean, you got to have more than just two yeah, two guys out guy. there. No, yeah. that's hard. Like that. one or two lines. Yeah, so, well, that's your 2020 Hockey Hall of Fame uh, class. Yes, sir. That'll be an exciting uh, ceremony. No, oh, they yeah. are. They're so fun. They're so cool. a- anybody goes, like, has a chance to go out to one. I went to one. It's It was such a fun time. Yeah. Oh, it's I, I, all five-star dining, free drinks, like. I still hear stories. Yeah. I still hear stories. St- yeah, you meet <laughs> all sorts yeah, of people. I did uh, the USA Hockey Hall of Fame when they – uh, inducted Cammy Granado, and that was oh, so that's cool. Badass, man. That was so cool. cool. I was just like a little schoolgirl. I'm like, hi. I know <laughs> you. You're great. <laughs> you play hockey. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, here's where my hockey trivia comes in. Here we go. Remember how I said about Kevin Lowe? He won yeah. six Stanley Cups. Who holds the record for most Stanley Cups won all time? Fuck. Uh, probably Eagle. It's got to be the rocket. Anybody else have a an, uh, an answer? Uh, no. Which rocket? Oh God! Uh, There's more than one rocket. Oh, yeah. There's two rockets. <laughs> it's his brother, isn't it? Well, you, not Maurice you, Richard. His brother. I mean, God, there's not two Maurice Richard. Richard, but his brother. I Henri think, Richard yeah, Henri. holds the record for playing on the most Stanley Cup champions, winning 11 times in his career. During Richard's 20 years with the Montreal Canadiens, the pocket rocket <laughs> never played more than four consecutive seasons without earning a new Stanley Cup ring. That's nuts. (laughs) The pocket rocket. Nice. Congratulations, pocket pool. (laughs) I couldn't think of his name, but I knew it was a Richard. Henri. All (laughs) right. So this is the this is the uh, the point of the show that I'm kind of dreading, but it needs to be talked about. Uh, This is uh, this is a lot to unpack. This next one. Um, So Daniel Carcillo. Hope you guys not. may know him from, you know, he's a, a bruiser in the league, played for the Philadelphia Flyers, Chicago Blackhawks. He has launched a massive class action lawsuit against the CHL, the Canadian Hockey League. The lawsuit claims that along with many others suffered bullying, hazing, and child abuse during their time in the CHL. We're talking... Oh, oh yeah, the allegations absolutely. are. We're we're talking. Yeah, we're, yeah, so so here's some of the allegations: forced masturbation, um, oh. forced taking of illicit drugs, yeah, um, being urinated on and spat on with chew spit, and th- there was even oh, there do. was something even about like a sawed off goalie stick being shoved in. Unmentionable places. places. Not, not even that. There, there's animals involved as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. Like I even like broke sticks in half. The coach would and just basically switch them on the ass. Well, and that's the thing about the coaches is that a lot of this like sexually abusive stuff was going on, 
the coaches would walk into the showers and see this laugh. and laugh about it and walk out. Yeah. Well, and then the players were reporting it as well, and it was just kind of brushed aside and not oh, really yeah. yeah, absolutely. Dressed. It was the big pink elephant in the room that nobody wanted to talk about. Well, there was the year before, too. What was it last summer? Um, Yaroslav Alexeyev uh, described sexual assault in the QMJHL as well. Oh, yeah. Hazing yep, you're right. Yeah. He talked about, you know, um, thing, you know, broomsticks being shoved up places. Places and um, you know them having to run around with cookies and, ha- and being forced to drink and take drugs and stuff like that as well. So this is you know this is a s- systemic issue between the you know major junior teams and leagues. Oh yeah, I, I, I and I gotta and when I was reading this thing, I gotta think back about how uh, the hockey diversity alliance was just formed. This is exactly something that these guys are trying to combat. Oh yeah, you know this this is cruel devious stuff man yeah well it's not like you know you have your like normal like well not normal but you you want to get your your normal hazing rituals which are not even that bad at all well yeah like what keith said the other day about you know just some clear tape on the uh, skate blades just they go out on the ice you know I yeah. do that to myself. I don't need somebody else to do that to <laughs> <laughs> Toy, is just, <laughs> Toy is just yeah. stepping on every every single Going piece of clear tape. You know, skate guard on. But yeah, like there's, you know, you can kind of give a couple guys like, you know. You I know, mean, obviously, uh, it's, yeah, it's like a brotherhood. It's like yeah. a brotherhood man but mentality. That but that is so far gone. That, it's it's, it's dude. Like I said, it's cruel and devious. Like how how do you, how do people even think of this kind of stuff, you know? Like when I was reading this, I was I was sick, I was yeah. sick to my stomach, man. That's, it's just weird to think about, you know. You, it sucks, man, because you hear you know about other sports like your NFLs and whatever. You hear you hear random shit, and it's like, ah, oh, hockey's never like that. That's why hockey's the best sport in the world. And now with everything that's going on in the world, now these things are starting to pop up, and it's like, holy shit, man. Uh, things that you would never think of, you know. And it's yeah, it's mind blowing, man, and it's so sad. Uh, yeah, I mean for these for these kids to uh, have to endure this stuff, they're high school kids. Oh yeah, these are sixteen, seventeen year old kids get having to do this kind of stuff. Well, they were saying like too, what the kids couldn't even sit down when they were in high school classes. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So they 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 paddle their butts so yeah. bad with a broken hockey stick. They yeah. use a butt end yeah. or they yeah. yeah. But well, then you look back to like you know back to the eighties and nineties when what was it uh, Graham James was sexually abusing like Sheldon Kennedy and Theo Fleury and you know Theo Fleury's cousin. So, you know, there's been, like, this this abuse for a long time, and it was always kind of pushed aside or under the rug. Oh, uh, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and Coach James admitted to you know, molesting these boys hundreds of times and sexually abusing them hundreds of times. And he got, what, five years total, I think, in jail? <laughs> so it's like, you know, I think there's, there really needs to be a look at this and, like, how we uh, penalize people that do this. And, you know, because... This, it's really damaging to these people. I mean, oh, you know, well, of course, especially the kids that weren't even planning on, you know, playing in the pros. They were just doing this because they liked playing hockey. They wanted to do it for a little bit more. They were they were lucky enough to get onto a, you know, a Canadian hockey league team. You know, have a little bit of like have a, a bit of little clout and stuff. And then here you guys being being sexually assaulted on the on the regular, on the daily and it's just it's it's sad to think about and I uh, and and just like you said, Toy, it's been it's been going on for way too long, just completely unheard of. And I mean, Daniel Carcello, he's been very vocal about this ever since he left the league. Yeah. I mean, uh, there, I remember a few years back he uh, he releasing a bunch of stuff, uh, a bunch of statements saying, "Yeah, I will, I will never forgive these people that what they did to me. They they created such torment and disdain in my life." I will never be the same, and I and uh, I back then obviously not none of these uh, details came out, but it was just to actually finally to like hear that, and then to like I mean almost probably ten years later to actually finally hear what some of this some of some of these actions were. I blown it's off my seat. It really is, yeah. And, and, and you know, sexual abuse and that type of trauma, whether it be physical. Because that's physical, you know, emotional and mental. That ca- you carry that with you forever. That doesn't go away. No. And you know, and then we wonder why people have all these issues later on. It's because you know they're being abused for years, getting hazed and spit on, and made to eat feces and all of this stuff. That's really 
detrimental, especially to a young child. Like it's very hard to get over that stuff. Clearly, you, you don't ever you don't ever lose that because of that damage that it does. Yeah, and I mean, well, that's where a lot of the al- like a lot of the alcoholism comes from. I guarantee you, Theo, uh, like Theo being abused, Theo Flurry being abused. Probably led to a lot of his uh, drug abuse and alcohol abuse. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's hard. Yeah. What do you think, Keats? What do you like? No, I mean, dude, you guys have uh, covered every single point. This is insane. Like I said, uh, uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, it was at first it was like hard to believe. Uh, you hear a couple of people saying like, "All right, well, was it was it really that bad?" But now there's more and more and more people coming out and with all these crazy stories. It's like, holy shit, man. Like, what the hell is going on in those locker rooms and who's allowing this, you know? Like, how, how can a coach see something, you know, something like that happen, showers, lockers, whatever, you know, and, and, and be like, Haha, that's funny. And oh, that's off. good fun, boys. Yeah, it's, you know, carry on. It's basically like Team building. water off of, like, a duck's back. It has no effect on them. No, it's absolutely. Like, oh, my God. And, and, Cody, I mean, you and I talked about an uh, episode or two ago, you know, uh, being in locker rooms. Like, yeah, there was your fair share of bullshit growing up, you know, playing like a uh, – competitive travel team or whatever um i mean the worst it ever got was you know the, the good old locker room boxing yeah. to initiate you know who you are you know you go box someone uh maybe get a minor concussion and then call it good you know and even that's stupid now well, getting yeah, older but, and thinking about it but but it never it never got anything even past that you know and if yeah. and if it ever did coaches would step in right away oh yeah uh, yeah you would assume you know so so to hear uh, you know this craziness going on you know and even like way more professional leagues uh is just crazy man crazy well yeah and i know another uh, teammate of his uh kind of backed up the charges Ryan Munts i'm probably saying his last name wrong but he said that he was bullied and abused again and again by veteran teammates and he was suicidal because of it so you know that takes that toll too like how many kids had this abuse in these leagues where they just wanted to play a little extra hockey and then they ended up being suicidal or you know doing drugs or actually committing suicide or doing other things or you know kind of going down a different path than they would have normally gone through because of that yeah you're taking a young man in his formative years and you're literally just Twisting and bending it and breaking it, you know, and I mean that's the same with like sexual abuse all around, you know. I mean, obviously that's why the Me Too, the Me Too movement's out there, and I mean, uh, like a, sex, a sexual abuse survivor hotlines and suicide hotlines, and stuff like that. And um, you just, you almost, it just you never really think that it would happen, yeah. In in your sport, but I mean. And I mean, I think that's uh, um, now that I now that I say that, I, I realize I'm a bit naive to it. Well, and I mean, we watched that Probert uh, documentary together. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, that that was just. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Wings or anything, but what that guy had basically put himself through just to, and the team just brushed it right underneath the rug and didn't think anything about it. Well, numerous times that man was in and out of uh, rehab and stuff, and yeah. I think he was there for like a week, and then he said, "Oh well, I did my time. Let's go back and play hockey." And the same stuff would keep on happening. Oh yeah, you know, I, I don't, I can't tell to what kind of maybe abuse he may may have taken in like juniors or anything, but well, I mean, it is it is a, a, an apparent problem. Yeah, that's that continues to rear its ugly head. And what I really enjoy is. The formation of this HDA, the Hockey Diversity Alliance, because this is one of the things that they've been try- that they're going to be trying to combat. You know, a safe a safe place for people to confide, and you know, really maybe make a change in this in in this sort of uh, you know fr- frat like I don't know like BDSM frat horror house. It's so frat, man. I mean, it's just yeah. like yeah, they're trying, like you said. You know, when you first get into some sort of a college or something, you want to make it into one of those frat, whatever you call them. The frat houses. Yeah, yeah, frat, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you see it in yeah. like American Pie, those movies, well, yeah. you know, you do or, stupid or the shit. Sororities. I mean, there's, some, there's half of them that are good, but all the other ones that aren't even like a part of like the scholistics or, yeah, am I saying that right? Scholastics. Scholastics, yeah. Yeah, that works. Uh, but. Scholastics, scholastics, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> 
But um, the scholastics of like the whole entire school, there's some like fraternities and frats that actually gear you towards that. But then there's these other ones that are just like party houses, like Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I know like the um, QMJHL has really it's prohibited for hazing. But, you know, it still happens. And then they send out, you know, other guidelines and stricter rules. But, you know, something else needs to be done. Something else is necessary to get this to stop happening to these kids. Well, more accountability definitely on the coaches. I mean, for a coach to walk in and, I mean, to even just, like, sit and laugh about some of this cruel shit. Yeah. Like, how how can you sit there and laugh at, at, at something like that? Well, it becomes groupthink. You know, kind of a mob mentality, and then it probably escalates. You know, I don't, I'm not a psychologist or whatever, but um, uh, but if anything, uh, hopefully, is that this coming to the surface? You know, say if you know, a, you know, kid out, you know, going out there and playing travel or junior hockey, you know, comes across some of this stuff, then any, you know, you know, how many times did you know someone probably think when they're going through this? Okay, this doesn't feel right, you know, or you know, right. but but then they just rolled with the punches. Exactly. Basically. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Kind of trapped, and uh, well, yeah. If, if they find out, oh yeah, this isn't right, you know, um, then you know, hopefully it'll be curtailed. Hopefully, well, it just doesn't get pushed I even d- further underground. I also just think "mum" is like the huge word on this whole entire thing, yeah. too. Dana. What's that? Uh, th- that mums the word on this y- everything. Yeah, because uh, they don't want to tarnish anything. No, yeah, well, that's probably the, the thing with uh, the Canadian system and how high, uh, you know, hockey is revered there, and it's oh, yeah. you know it's the supreme, you know, goal for a lot of a lot of kids. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. And uh, if anything, hopefully, all these adults that were you know in charge of this, uh, hopefully they you know are held accountable. Um, I but, would hope so. I, yeah, but you know, say you know, but that being said, with these people, you know, they probably have a lot of their own power and stuff like that, and can probably, you know, wiggle out of it. But um, hopefully, you know, hopefully justice, you know, is served for these kids. Oh yeah. Well, and also, you kind of said "mum's the word" type thing. I know. Uh, I can't remember the player's name, but he decided not to partake in hazing. And then he had a teammate cross-check him, and the entire team fought him. Alou. Akeem yeah. Alou, thank you. I yep. can't remember his name. But, you know, so not partaking, they get beaten up. So it's like there's something, like, seriously wrong with that. You know, and I, I feel so shitty saying this, but, like, when first these whole Akeem Alou, you know, th- accusation stuff came out, and I was like, this fucking guy, you know, like, he's just, you know, looking for some sort of pity or whatever, and then I feel shitty saying this but god man like it's almost like i'm sorry man because well, yeah, now there's more and more people it's like oh no no well it, yeah this you, is real especially like, when oh, you read man. that article man, yeah that ar- well, article as you said keats it's just disbelief you can't yeah. believe half of it that's what well, I said. It's, like, is bliss. Yeah. it was Ignorance like one of those things like no bliss. no way this happens yeah. in hockey this is the best sport in the world well i think uh, there's probably a lot of talented guys out there um that we're probably going down that path and probably just said, you know, the heck with uh, this crap. Oh, yeah. Just kind of brush I, it uh, off the rug. Yeah, yeah uh, and they, you know, went back to school or whatever. And, yeah. And, just know, let think, pr- of, think of, you know, that, that tarnish on, because you know, I know I've talked to some people that are, you know, really good skaters. I mean, I've skated with them. It's just like, how come you weren't in the NHL or whatever? And just they just kind of yeah. brush it off. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of that going on. And honestly, no, right now, also with with everything, you know, all these people now coming out, I am not going to be surprised if there's more and more of these type of stories now oh, coming yeah. out. It's going to be a yeah. snowball effect. I think uh-huh. so. Oh, and I yeah. and I and you got to You got to think. You know, uh, people like Akeem Alou, Evander Kane. Even though you know, I don't like the way, like the style that he plays on the ice. I don't like his attitude, but I mean. Well, imagine what they, you know, what well, he's yeah. faced. Well, true. You know, true. As a black player. But I mean, you got to you got to thank guys like that, Akeem Alou, Evander Kane, Joel Ward, Matt Dumba for coming out and saying, "We're not going to take this anymore. We're not going to take this anymore. Yeah. I'm oh, not. We're not going to be prosecuted. We're not going to be bullied." And it's and it's not just you know uh, for you know uh, for players of a, of a di- of different ethnicity. It's for everyone, you know, yeah. LGBTQ players or players who just don't want to participate in hazing, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, and I mean, and, and, and that's and when you when you uh, Dana was talking about mob mentality, it's just 
it's really unfortunate because a lot of like you know a lot of their psych a lot of young boys psyche for sure is that like well if i don't participate then i'm gonna get it just as worse yeah and i know it's not right but i'm afraid that I'm gonna be in that position too. Well, you exactly. guys get the man up. You need a man up. Like, yeah, we'll always had. You know, yeah, and, and but uh, I mean, this is what happens with that, unfortunately. And it's and it's a scary. It's a it's it's a scary like crap ball that just continues to roll downhill the entire thing. You can anal- Yeah, we can analyze it all we want, but hopefully, from th- more of this coming out. And with these kind of organizations being sprung up and trying to work towards it, we can kind of, you know, we can, you know, subtract some of this cruel and just evil shit. Get back to the game that we love. Yeah. Just have it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. None of this extra fluff and cotton, as I always call call it. It's just ridiculous that this stuff comes up. Yeah, can you imagine being terrified to go to the rink because of something like exactly. that? Exactly. It's mean, just like you don't need to ex- deal with that extra BS, no, yeah. honestly. Yeah, hockey like, should be fun. <laughs> it should be fun. It should be a sport that you love. Get out there and play it. Well, yeah, it's like that's it's always been my place where I've had, you know, a shitty day or something hap- horrible happens. It's like I just go out there and nothing else matters but me being on the ice with my teammates. And, like, to take that away from somebody, to take away that joy and that, like, release, it it's just heartbreaking. For what real reason, too? Yeah, there's no reason for it. You know, well, I think that's a good place to uh, to stop on the uh, conversation yes. about Danny's uh, lawsuit. Um, we feel for you, Danny. We're with you, and any other players experiencing abuse or just something awful, suicide, suicidal thoughts, or alcoholism, drug abuse, please. Don't ever be afraid to reach out to us. We'll help. We'll we'll we're always happy to talk with people, and there are people out there that are willing to help. So if you do feel this way, please don't be afraid to speak up. There are people listening and willing to help you. So please speak up. Anyways, we've got release that heaviness, right? Oh right. yeah, just right off the shoulders. Right off. So today we've got Dana and Toya in here and they've got a they've got a, this is a kind of a special one because they are actually um, in a, a very committed relationship and play on the same hockey team and our D partners and our D partners. Oh, God. How does that work out? Do you Which just came first? Which came first right? that, we were talking about that earlier. Right, yeah, that that hurts my head more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it kind of started. He was on the team for a long time. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's bring it back. I mean, would you uh, like just a quick rundown? How'd you guys both get started in hockey? Oh, okay. Just a quick one. Just you know, like uh, well, I started playing as a kid on uh, the lake that I grew up on. Um, played organized hockey, like with boards and teams and stuff. Oh, and gear. Uh, when I got to college, um, uh, see, so took advantage of every hockey class that uh, that the Pell Grant would pay for. Um, oh yeah. And then, uh, we didn't have and then, uh, yeah, then, then, then when that ran out, uh, you start playing uh, intramural and rec leagues, and nice. um, and then uh, moved out to Colorado and continued that. Then got into coaching as well, and uh, so that's pretty much it. What about you, Toya? Um, I skated as a little kid, and uh, once the ice house down the street closed, the Alpine Ice House, uh, my mom didn't want to drive an hour to take me to the rink, so I went to play soccer for a while and was a competitive soccer player and an alternate for the U.S. national team. Nice. And then I went, uh, I was hanging out with my friend Hillary McNeish, Shout out to Hillary. Hillary! Uh, <laughs> she uh, would always see us and be like, I, I, and she was a huge part of the DWHL and kind of talked me into going. And I said, well, I'm going to buy gear because if I don't buy gear, then I won't play. And I bought gear for my friend and I, Carrie. And we uh, started there and I rose up pretty quick from novice to like the higher divisions. And uh, we uh, went to a separate team in the WAC. And then um, they kind of reformulated and I wasn't playing there anymore. And I was like, well, I always wanted to play with the boys. And that's how I came to the Land Sharks, and the rest is kind of history. Yeah. So, um, so 
what do you guys got? I mean, we like we were we we were just talking. I think it's like I think it's like ridiculous that you guys could play as a couple. But like, I mean, no, not 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 even that on the same D line. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you guys like hacking and slashing at each other's ankles? No, you go that way. No, you other. get him. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah, we're you know <laughs> right there in the trench uh, well, together. You just itched your eyes, so I think that's a tail. Uh, <laughs> no, oh that's yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> were you looking away too when you were saying that? Oh, yeah. That's a big tail. He was. He was. He's looking away, itching his one eye. I'm kidding. No, I'm the kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, yeah. Well, there's actually the. It's pretty. Well, actually, before we became a couple, we were playing together anyway. We were okay. both in other relationships, um, and uh, we kind of got partnered up. You might have a better story on that. I have a better story yeah, she has a story on that because she had her hands in that, and. Uh, uh, but yeah, we worked well together. Uh, I tend to be offensive sometimes, so okay. I'm always looking for that opportunity and sneak down. And uh, but I also I, I come back and cover my butt as much as I sometimes. can. Sometimes <laughs> I'm gonna say no, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm gonna have to see video footage too. Yeah, uh, uh, I've got a whole team uh, stating otherwise. Because we sure. got Toya and then we got Aaron Miller that can vouch for that. Yeah, so can, just yeah, watch your can, mouth. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, you better be on my side with this one. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron's covered for me too. I yeah, think we're starting to get an idea of what it's like already. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we played well together. So and uh, um, and then uh, you know then we became a couple eventually. Eventually. And uh, but yeah, we just uh, you know she's pretty she's pretty you know stay at home, but she takes it in too, so she doesn't have much room to talk. And yeah, uh, one, one, to, one to twenty. Well, uh, hold, on, hold, on. Hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You'll have her you'll, scoring percentage. You'll have your chance to state your case there, <laughs> no, Toya. I think I scored like one goal, like three. Yeah, but you've only gone, you know, in. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I don't know. Well, maybe chicken before the egg or whatever. Uh, <laughs> because we kind of got along, you know, on the ice, you know, then we got along, you know. At, you know, okay. afterwards, yeah, at the bar. And Beers at the bar. Yeah. At the bar. At the bar. And uh, things went from there. But um, it, I've always, you know, enjoyed, you know, having that kind of consistent D partner. Mm-hmm. Um, before uh, we were partnered up, uh, I had another partner, and a female as well, but we didn't get involved or anything. But... Um, but we very solid. I was about to say, Dana, you just going around no. screwing everyone with D partners. Thanks for clarifying that. I have relationships, yeah, yeah, right. relationships <laughs> with my line mates. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it's nice having that consistent D partner because you know when sometimes when there's that odd D uh, pairing pairings on yeah. the bench, you know you got five guys that show up or you know depending on yeah uh, what the forward lines do and you're rolling lines and every shift is a different partner uh it can get pretty you know chaotic out there or for a goalie when that happens yeah that's yeah that's when you really you know lean on your goalie or vice versa and uh leave them hanging but um but yeah but it's worked out well the relationship and the d partner (laughs) minus a few times where i've walked in we've had a fight and our captain's like, uh, do you want me to uh, put you two together? Or like, I was captain at the time actually, and he's like, he's our guy that puts our lines together. He's like, do you, do you want to play with him tonight? I'd be like, I'm a professional beer leaguer. I can keep my personal <laughs> life off the ice. And so, you know, I mean, we've had a few times where it was, you know, a little tense on the bench because we had something going on in our personal lives. But we don't, we try not to let that affect our our hockey play just because nobody else needs to be pulled into that shit no. but us. So. That was that was my question. I was gonna say, say a shitty game happens. Oh, we've had that. We've oh, had yeah. a few. Like there's ones. Like, <laughs> I think I was happy that we, we uh, drove separately because he had a really bad game and got pissed off and just disappeared. Now everybody's like, "Did he drive?" And I'm like, "No, I actually came up by my in my own car today. I'm kind of glad because I would have been like had no ride home." <laughs> so, I mean, that happens once in a while, but I think it's only happened like what twice in. Five six years, and that was like early on in our relationship. So, so once you guys get home, is this something that you guys sit down, say on the kitchen table, or something like, let's talk this shit out, or you guys just kind of like, ah, 
Yeah. What happened on the ice yeah, stays on the ice. What happens on the ice stays on the ice. We try not, try not to bring that home, just like we try not to bring our relationship into the game, just because it's, you know, not fair to either of us. You know, if I had a bad game or he had a bad game, let's, you know, it happened. It's done. We can't really change it. You know, you just look at yourself as a player and how you're going to, you know, change what you did wrong and then go from there. But otherwise, we try not to bring either into. Well, and we're both, we're both the type that we'll blame ourselves before anybody else. Uh, I mean, sometimes, you know, our goalie's awesome because, you know, I'll be like, hey, dudes, that was all me. You know, I let that guy by or whatever. He's like, no. He's like, I should have had that. Um, but in between the two of us, I mean, there's never been a time when, you know, I've been mad at her uh, or anything like that for anything that she's down the ice. It's hockey. It's like it's beer league. You know, we're going to make mistakes. We're not, you know, professionals. Uh, so, you know, mistakes happen. That's that's what, you know, is so great about hockey. Every shift you're going to make a mistake. Yeah. And um, the fact, you know, that we both own up to it. Um, you know, there's times there's, there's maybe some goalies that sub for us that we won't cover for, but. Um. Yeah. <laughs> or call ever That's again. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll do our jobs, but just not go that extra mile. You know. That so extra oh, extra oh, extra oh, oh, wait. <laughs> so Keith, Keith, I got a question for you, actually. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, just, just one second. I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I gotta ask you this. So if you were subbing for a goalie on the Land Sharks, and you get these two, uh, these two <laughs> knuckleheads on D. And like, Porkies, like, right? wh- like, what's your first? What's your? What is your first impression compared to your last? Like, if they're just like sitting there, just like getting googly eyes at fucking the blue line. I mean, I don't like, I don't judge. You know, I'm like, oh, look at him. No, I'm, I'm fucked. You know, like, I, I, uh, oh, I, don't, cool. I don't look at it like that. Because um, there's a lot of times, you know, you, you in, in beer league specifically, you know, you get some interesting people in the locker room especially when you sub and as you're you know getting dressed in the locker room and whatnot you're like oh boy (laughs) what did i get myself into but then then they get on the ice and it's like holy shit that's not what i expected you expect that like total goof in the corner exactly to be like this horrible player doesn't know how to skate like happy gilmore type of dude (laughs) or whatever uh, so I can stab people with skates and slap shots. And that's it. I'm the only one that has the penalty for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm kidding. I really don't. But I love. Happy I don't know, man. Like it's uh, hard to answer that question because, like I said, I try not to, you know, judge people, especially if I sub in for a team. Right. Because the way I look at it is like, hey, you guys gave me some free ice time, and I uh, very, very appreciate that. Uh, so I don't, you know. Uh, for me, it's almost like I need to do a better job. Right. So you're the, not you're not as worried about it, other people. At no, not point. at all. The only the, I guess the only time uh, I I'll be sometimes you know like mean I I should say is if I, on a team that I've been on for quite some time. Right. And one of my defensemen goofs off or something. And you know what to expect. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's one of those days. I I've been guilty of flipping out a couple times. <laughs> on my regular teams, yeah. but I would I would never ever ever do that to anyone if I were to just sub in for someone. Yeah, well, right. We, well, well, we've had some sub goalies that like was literally yelling at me like I was screening him and I was actually behind the net like taking care of a player back there. I'm like I'm not even in front of you. It's <laughs> like wrong number, buddy. <laughs> so so like I mean, but, I mean you like, always appreciate the goalies subbing. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, I mean, without we, it, we I mean, had a run of like our goalies, like every goalie we had just got injured, and like and even our oh. sub goalies like couldn't make it and or got injured. So it's like anytime like we had a goalie, we were just like grateful that somebody was back there in the yeah. pipes, you know, to help us out and do that. Yeah, so, could you so. imagine just going out and like at the beginning of games and just like. Asking the other team's captain, like, so you guys want to play post tonight or what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, we've, yeah, we've we've uh, we've played games without a goalie before. We've, you know, a lot of times it's usually just starting without a goalie that, because you know it's a, like the a sub first, is running late or something. First ten minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, and that we can that we can deal with. You know, we can call a timeout and you know Dragon find ball. ways to get the puck off the ice surface and ice get some more faceoffs. Yeah, a lot of ice. And <laughs> we we've gotten good at that actually. Uh, buying time for that incoming goalie. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, 
I don't, I, you know, sometimes I don't mind if a goalie yells at me if, as long as it's fair. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I did screw up, you know. And I, I'm, usually the, I'm usually the first one to, you know, yeah. take, take the blame for, for a goal. Uh, and but, and I, I don't ever yell at anybody. I mean, I've never said, oh, why didn't you, you know, do this or that. Um, we, we don't, we don't operate like that. And plus I, the team we're on is, you know, we're out there to have fun. Uh, yeah. Um, we don't get too crazy serious. Uh, granted some of the teams that we play against, you know, <laughs> I think they're going for the Stanley cup and it's a little yeah, exactly. Crazy. Oh, you always have those. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, but, but yeah, if, if there was something that I know I could have done differently and done better then you know, I'll, I'll admit to it. And that's, that's the fun thing about hockey. Cause it's all, you're always learning. You know, at whatever level you're playing at, so yeah, every, absolutely. Yeah, every shift. Yeah, I think my only gripe was uh, I think my first week of being captain. I wasn't there for our first game, and Dana had a blowout and got kicked out and game misconduct and suspended, and I had to contact the director and talk to him about that. And then we kind of figured out we had an issue with a ref who actually kicked out three of our players in three consecutive games. And it was the same ref. And uh, as I understand it, you weren't even at that game. I wasn't even at that game. No, I had a ladies so, night planned far before this. And so so I, I'm getting all these like messages like, Hey, uh, Dana got kicked out and Kana, Dana got suspended. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, <laughs> is, he taking, is he taking advantage that he's sleeping with the captain? Like, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> hey man, I'm, I'm banging the captain. I can do whatever I want around She's here. not here. Hey, hey, take a shift. I need to get some more ice time, bud. She's not here. I'm going AWOL. <laughs> no, we've it almost felt like that. It was like, okay, like I'm not there. It's my first week as captain. First like, game, bro. Really? Doing, buddy? Like, come on. First game, I'm not there as captain. Like, you know. Had so. a in your house. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've we talked about this at Cody's birthday party. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a few of those refs, unfortunately, in those beer leagues, which drives me nuts, man. Like, I get it. Like every now and then, you know, get like those super late games and stuff, and yeah. obviously, no one wants to be there at freaking ten thirty at night, you know. But still, man, like you're getting paid. But you signed up for it. You sign up for it. Yeah. You're getting paid. Yeah. It's coming out of. Yeah, you, your guys is, you know, so it's like act professional, do your job, be a ref. But every now and then, yeah, you get those like super crappy refs, man, where, you know, they just like they just don't care. Just had, he had he had something, you know, uh, some kind of axe to grind with. I don't know if it was us. I guess some other teams had issues with him as well. Uh, so, yeah, was, I don't know if he had an unhappy home life and that's where he grabbed his hour from was you know roughing us old farts out on the ice yeah and uh, throwing us in boxes and my dog pooped on my carpet <laughs> i'm taking it out on you i'm kidding right? four minute roughing call um, get in the box yeah right. Yeah. so i was i was kind of redeemed because it happened to multiple players <laughs> on the team well and it made me look like an awesome captain because i got all this stuff overturned so i was like yeah and everybody's like yeah we made the right choice <laughs> hey and speaking uh, of that game misconduct you got did you have to pay that that fee or whatever. Oh, no, no. I got that dropped as well. Is that oh, you baby. You, so, oh. you're, so you're like a you lawyer at the same time. devil. Well, I was smart too because our goalie was a ref as well. And so I kind of talked to him to like, you know, get the ref, ref official opinion, like and how to kind of address it from that perspective. Right. And so that really helped a lot. And then um, our director looked over the tapes and was like, yeah, you're totally right. This like doesn't make sense. Like, you know, they let him out of the box. If it was a game, they should have kicked him off the ice, like all this stuff. So there was like all of this stuff that kind of led up to that. And so it was kind of cool that like I had actually access to a good ref. And then also that, you know, I could show that I could, you know, protect and support my team and also get fees dropped. (laughs) (laughs) You a strong, uh, independent woman. You don't need no man, but I got a man and he just got kicked out. (laughs) I mean, it was, a, it was a fairly complex situation, uh, which, you know, sometimes, you know, at, at, you know, beer league and rec level, you know, like when you got multiple penalties, you know, say you already got guys in a box, then you got more guys coming in. It, that really confuses refs. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's confusing as a player, and, but, you know, they should, you know, we expect them to at least communicate with the scorekeeper, okay, who goes out when. 
Absolutely. You know, sometimes that even doesn't. Happen. I mean, that's what they get you paid know. for. Yeah, uh, and, that's my opinion. Yeah, and and, and I'll, I'll admit, I mean, I went I went to a roughing clinic. I was like, well, I was like, I'm gonna throw my myself into this fire, and I went to you know the first roughing clinic and never followed up with it after that. Cause <laughs> it's like not for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could do it, and if I I was kind of kind of gonna do it uh, because of you know the extra cash and the you know. You could, you know, I don't even. What do these time. guys get paid? Because honestly, I don't even know. It's, is it like a certain price per game, or I think so? And I, I think ranks are different, but it's. I think it's I around think it's thirty like bucks a 30, uh, game. That's not bad. No. Yeah, I heard. I've heard thirty-five, forty-five for like. I mean, you have to do. Yeah. You have and to if s- and if your refing partner doesn't show up, you get his pay too. Sweet. Um, which I mean, which is very fair because yeah, refing absolutely a beerly game, uh, just yourself out there. Yeah, you're. Throwing, you know, into the wolf's den there. Yeah. So, so what I want to know is, um, do you guys think that your relationship is stronger because you play hockey together, or do you think it puts a little more, uh, a little more strain on your relationship? All right. Well, you go ahead. Yeah. Oh, that was very gentlemanly of you, Dana. Oh, look at wow. me, a gentleman once in a while. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think like I'm I'm like really I hard on it, Dana tonight. I'm sorry. Are. It's good. You're on my side. Because I didn't do my homework. I know. Um, I think honestly, like since we were D partners before we started dating, like I think hockey like actually gives us that extra time together, and it's something that we both love to do together, and we both enjoy enjoy it no matter what, like watching it, playing it. So I think it kind of helps a little bit to. Like strengthen our relationship a smidge, but I, I mean we've got a pretty strong relationship outside it's of it as well. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of just our natural, you know, way to business anyway. Um, but I, but I've also I, you know, been married before, and to someone that didn't play hockey, and so hockey kind of became that that me time. Yeah, um, which was nice as well. Um, but it's it's also nice sharing, you know, the sport. Yeah, yeah, something that you guys love together. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's, that's the thing. Just that's amazing, and that's right yeah. It's I mean, it's definitely one of the stronger commonalities that we have. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because we can, you know, she can probably talk more about hockey than I can right now. Cause yeah. Just because I cut the cord a while ago. <laughs> There's well, the internet, like, yeah. bro. Well, that's yeah. for us because he has his music, which is his me time, and right. I have my art and stuff, which is my me time. So it's like this yeah, is like that. something that. You know, we still have our me time away from each other, but this is kind of a nice thing to to do together and share and try not to kill each other. No, <laughs> just just for all you listeners out there, that pause was just a very long drawn, deep uh, stare yeah. into each other's eyes. Yes. I think it. Well, I, think I it swear to God, I think I heard Gloria Stefan playing <laughs> in the back. Yeah, man. Some cheesy eighties. Yes. Uh, I th- well, I think it'd be I think it'll be interesting if we ever find ourselves on opposing teams. I think that I don't know if we'll ever let that happen, but you never know. I was, I was so going to ask, do you think that will ever happen? I don't know. Well, we're going to do a I, probably just a drop in or something style thing tomorrow or Saturday. Maybe you guys should try that out. Maybe yeah. But you guys I, break up, it's not rather, our fault. I would rather you guys break up, it's not our fault. <laughs> I'd rather be on her team though. So. Oh, oh my gosh. We need we need those uh, old like uh, you know rom com kind of like uh, made for TV movie sounds. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> well, it's, you know, yeah. Well, she you know she she knows all my weaknesses, so she knows I can't shoot. So. Oh right. So, but yeah, yeah. So I th- I I think it would be fun maybe for like maybe a period to play against each other, but then after that. They might get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> then I might start slashing. <laughs> Have like a weird animosity, but not to that extent against yeah. each other. Yeah. Like play a little harder, yeah. you know. All of a sudden, pitch on the boards a little harder. So yeah. with and all of a sudden you show up at a game with like the beer beer nuts jersey on, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So with the with the land sharks that you guys play on right now, uh, so are you guys like the the people, the representatives? Of the land sharks, you'd say, yeah. you guys put the team together, or no, it's, th- it's does that been, change? It's been going around. For, God, our team's like 20, 25 years old. Wow, yeah. so okay. it's been around for a long time. The actual, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, the actual founders of the team, uh, 
they don't play with us anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Occasionally they'll pop in. Uh, you and know, say hi. Yeah, they know where we're going to be. And, um, but yeah, so they still keep in contact with the team. And maybe occasionally, it's been a while since they played with us. Yeah, like um, once in a while, um, Norma is one of the founders and she'll come sub for us in that once in a while. And But she's been playing women's mostly and it kind of crosses over what we're playing. So, Man. so you guys are more like the uh, Braniston, you know, the Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston <laughs> of the Land Sharks. I guess we're the only ones on there, right? I think Beck and well, Dave might be. Yeah, we couple. have a we have a second couple in the making. Well, they they they're, they've been a couple. They're, they're married, have a couple kids. Uh, but uh, Deb, or not Deb, uh, Beck, is uh, she's g- uh, going to be p- learning to play hockey and joining us on the team soon. Yes. And well, we have Bree and Jason. Yeah, Bree and Jason. We have another couple. We have so. another couple. Yeah, so we've got a few. And actually, yeah. Now this is a case where they met before she started playing hockey. Which is, it wasn't that long. She's only been playing for what a year. Not even a year, I don't think. And but yeah, so they're they're another couple on our team, and I think it's great. I I mean, it's I, I wouldn't want a whole team of couples though. That might get weird. But. Yeah, it might be like Fire <laughs> Island or something. <laughs> you know, one, one thing gets kicked off first, right? <laughs> one thing that amazes me is with even with beer league hockey is like like you got you guys just mentioned like the Land Sharks have been there for. Would you say twenty some years? Yeah, it's like twenty, twenty five years, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. And it's and been a long and, time. and obviously the Land Sharks aren't the only team that's been like that. Uh, I used to play for a team called Brew Crew mm-hmm. at the Promenade. Yeah. Uh, I played with those guys for like two to three years. Scouts, baby, scouts. Yeah, the scouts. Scouts for life. But it's amazing, like that someone just started a beer league team, you know, twenty years ago or whatever. And it's like Still They're there. not part of hockey, you know, health or whatever the case might have been. You know, they stopped playing. But just, like, that feeling is like, holy shit, there's still that team still out there repping it. Yeah, that has to be like the greatest little, feeling yeah, in the there's world. There's always, like, the core group of people. Like, velo has been on it for probably almost the whole time. So, you know, there's and Dietz has been on it a long time. Yeah. And what, T.O. and... Because all these guys were on before, and I've been on it six years, so it's kind of kind of. You guys cool. have been together for about six years too, huh? Well, almost five. Five. Oh, yeah, five. whoa! Do your homework, Cody. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Like, uh, uh, like uh, the reason, yeah, that's like the reason why I really get wanted to have you guys on here is just because that that's like a whole other uh, perspective of hockey. I don't think I would have ever. I don't think. I probably would will ever like you obviously not anymore, but I mean, um, not a lot of people get to experience, and it's 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 a very niche part of hockey that. Yeah, well, well, hey, that's what I also like about your guys' podcast. Did you guys kind of delve into these nice little niches, uh, these other little worlds within the hockey world? Uh, which is pretty cool. We get to uh, the greasy and the grimy. Right. Yeah. Oh, we dig. Stuff. Oh, yeah. we dig. But we didn't have any discussion about. Tape brands yet or anything have we? <laughs> oh yeah, you were in the bathroom, but sorry. That's, that's no, coming yeah. up. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you guys so much for being on the yeah, podcast. Thank you for I, Absolutely. Thanks for having I, us. We had a lot of fun. I know I did. Um, um, Keats, uh, Ross, what, what do you guys think here? Hell yeah, that was great. Hell yeah, baby shark. I'll always could be, <laughs> be another voice if you need it. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, um, good news is, is, uh, we can't give you stickers this time. We like normally like oh, to I give already, stickers. Your, your dad already gave me like 10 stickers. Oh, think, cool. So I'm good. Well, yeah. yeah, we like, we normally like to give <laughs> stickers. That's why to, we're all out. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, Phil. I still have a few in my wallet. <laughs> hey, send, send us a picture. We would love to see it. Like, yeah. we want to see our, our stickers anywhere you possibly like have them. Like, I mean, honestly, even if it's a dog's asshole, I don't care. No. I want to see it. <laughs> Here is our sticker next <laughs> to a dog. The asshole. Dog, so, yeah. Well, a long, well, a long time dog nationer and a uh, hell of a guy, uh, Marty. Uh, not Marty. Oh, come on, Cody. Get your shit right, Michael uh, Sully. He he sent me the oh, greatest. Oh, the video for your birthday. The birthday oh, video. Yeah, he tapes a, a t- t- <laughs> takes an OTBWB sticker on his uh, face and he's. Seeing that, I was cracking. I, I, I still oh keep God, watching he's that. Too dude. Much. Yeah, I've watched I love uh, and and we've mentioned so. <laughs> we need to repost that video on the bench. 
Yeah, yeah we sorry. really do. Yeah, it's uh, brilliant. I love Sully. I'm so uh, glad he's doing so much better. For sure. And uh, we we uh well uh, we we talked about I think it was like episode five, and we found out that he was in the ICU. And yeah. Yeah. man, I was uh I, I it was sad. It was really sad. And I mean, I'm sure I was so worried about him too, just because you know having the COVID and then, you know, not to be rude, but he's older and, well, you know, and 77 year old man, you know, I mean, obviously the media is like, hold people, they're they coming for you. The yeah. COVID's are coming for you. But well, he's they, Irish. Yeah, he's Irish. <laughs> yeah, he's Irish. <laughs> and a hockey player. So and, and I think that I, helped a lot. To and both. yeah, well, I love you solely. I yeah. think we all love, love you, uh, Oh yeah. And, um, so, uh, any anybody you want to send shout outs to? Like anybody you think about uh, on to a our daily? Land Sharks team, we love you. Oh, yeah. All the Land Sharks. All those Land Sharks. Yeah. All those crazy people Big who we can't wait to see again. Yep. What do you got, Ross? Nothing. Just hey, how you doing? doing hey, job, how you whatever. doing? What yeah. do you got, kids? Nothing, man. Uh, it was a great episode. Uh, thanks to my beer nation. For the yep. stickers, once Th- again. Thank you to My Beer Nation and VTG um, jerseys, as always. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to, I mean, Jenny Rose, Bradley Atkinson, Daniel Beatty, Austin Brody, Sully, uh, April Mullins, Becky Spears Mullins, everybody out there. The list goes on and on. Uh, Giannis Sanders. I mean, everybody, like, uh, your guys' your guys's support really makes this uh, – this little podcast train roll and honestly we just love seeing the love and we just um this is why we do it we love we love talking to you guys we love that you guys listen to us and so uh with that i think we're gonna sign off uh, and, uh you guys want to say goodbye goodbye Bye. Bye. all right guys we'll see you next week <laughs>